0: It's three points of articulation. It's three points of articulation.
1: The official podcast of Epic Toys. Jimmy and Dan bring the noise.
0: Hello and welcome to the Three Points of Articulation podcast. I am your host, as per usual, Jamie Wills, and joined by Daniel Bassett, as per usual. Hello. <laughs> it sound too much like a, a special child there. Um, and also, uh, a good old friend of mine, Adam Hanslip.
1: Does that mean i am like been your friend for a while, or does that mean that I'm old?
0: It's <laughs> both. It means both. Okay, I'll take um, that. Friend for a while, and and you're pushing forty, so that's. I'm forty. You are forty. I mean, <laughs> didn't say which side you were pushing it from. <laughs> um, <laughs> so chaps, um, how is everyone? How is everyone in the biz? Adam in particular, because it's been a while since you have featured on Three POA. You, Adam Blackburn, as well in your spare time, like Hannah Montana. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, just absolutely full on. Just don't seem to get a break, but I'm I'm. I'm determined to get back into watching collecting and indeed being part of this not every time obviously but you know when I can
0: when you can exactly uh the sporadic ones because as mentioned at the start we got adam's going to be joining us every now and again um same with, with, with what joey and was supposed to be doing for the epic podcast episodes uh the variant episodes i even named them uh but nothing yet joey when, when are you going to join us um and Daniel catch up from last week we had Tippy on um and the announcement of Missy Hyatt for Epic toys, which seems to have gone down an absolute storm
2: very much so very, very much so. and then the conversation with Tippy as well seems to be well received um. Very, very enjoyable uh, chat. Go back and listen to it in your spare time, folks, as well, because it it will hold, because it's it's not like we're not chronologically telling stories about what happened and what's going to happen, so it's not going to date itself Uh, very in, in any quick way. And, yeah, no, we're looking forward to everything that's coming from Tibby, that's coming from Epic, and coming from the whole world we've a lot to get through tonight guys
0: we do well let's start <laughs> first of all with a, with a quick thank you we um notice at the top of the uh episode i guess we've got a new intro theme which is a thanks to shooty toys on instagram who dm me because he realized that our intro is shit without saying it and basically said <laughs> um i'm a magician um, i'm a musician not a magician he might be a magician um here's his intro song and it uh, sounds lovely
2: so thanks to shooty
1: it's a
0: rocket, so it is. Indeed it is. Um, so no, we don't. You don't get mentioned, oh. it, though, Adam, so hold your grudge against him. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, we decided enough was enough and it was time for a change of the theme song, so if we to treat ourselves with it. Very good, Jamie. Very good. Um, right, as you mentioned earlier, Daniel, we have a lot to get through, so uh, let's sit back and relax and, and crack on with some fucking news, shall we?
2: Let's do it, do it. Three
0: away. let's start because i sent adam across all the pictures earlier so um it's only fair that i'm just starting the order that i sent it through to him really because it's easier for me um let's start with the aew two-pack uh the blood and guts from revolution last year i want to say mjf and cm punk um i let's let's come to you on this one
1: yeah, definitely. Um, well, I'm really out of the loop as far as AEW goes, so I'm just assuming it was a, a good old-fashioned match with, uh, you know, a lot of grapple holds, no major drama, stuff like that, as AEW does best. Yes, um,
0: yeah, it was, um, it was a dog-collar match, if that helps give you an idea yeah. as to, yeah, the sort of shit that happened in it.
1: Figure-wise, um, I mean, we've had a we've had a little chat beforehand about it. Um, not much, but CM Punk looks absolutely amazing. I know, I know, everyone's against him at the moment, but figure-wise, that one, you know, nine out of ten type of job. If they can replicate what they've shown on the uh, pictures, MJF, you know, it's a fifty-fifty job. For some reason, they've gone with the main photo being the worst head by an absolute mile. Uh, it doesn't doesn't really look like him at all. I can't remember who we said it looked like, Alex Riley or.
0: As of uh, Nathan Certainly, anyway, Stifler from American Pie, yeah. I think. Ooh, but
1: then the is, second head
2: is, that is. it comes with is good. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, no, I, I don't have much to add to Adam and, and yourself there. Uh, Would you believe, yeah, I do agree about the heads that if they advertised it with the second head, but I think it looks great. I'm, I'm not a collector of this stuff, but I think people who are collectors of this stuff or are collectors of punk and, uh, You'll hear me going on about somebody's coming out match last Sunday, uh as well. So I have a feeling that there's a fella going to trans not necessarily transcend wrestling, but ascend to the top of wrestling that isn't CM Punk, that is in this set. So um
0: well, uh, clues.
2: Yeah, hello. <laughs> we're so uh this, this will fly off the shelves as a ringside exclusive in particular as well. So I would say Get your mitts on it if you're into any of this stuff. And I'm kind of considering it. And I really fell off the AEW thing and, and I'm kind of considering it. So that's how much of a good job they've done on it. Now I'll, I'll switch a row the headies. But uh, yeah, that's where we're at with that.
1: I'm guessing the
2: previous ones with the
1: blood must have been good sellers. Because the amount of two packs or even one packs with Britt Baker that are coming out with all the blood, I know that's what AW is kind of at the moment, but mm. still, there must be it must be amazing sellers for them.
0: Yeah, because you got to think, how many, how many like, second-hand or secondary market like Omega and Moxley's are you seeing nowadays, and the Brit Bakers and the Blood Brothers, and I think Thunder Rosa's got one coming out soon as well, so um, yeah, there must be good sellers, you know, it's not just the UK that we see them, in America since to have them as well, so it, it, must be, it must be shifting a few of them.
2: I'd imagine so they're they're an appeal to the big AEW fan and it's kind of snapshots in time yes they use blood too much but these are I suppose memorable moments which are getting watered down but that's a different conversation so and and also easy to collect fairly major when we talk about all this kind of stuff um, uh, because there's so much AEW figures coming out so much figures coming out as well. So if you if you just collect the blood and guts, then you will not be bankrupt as such and have a
0: cool set of failures. Is it um is it something that like if WWE attempted with like an Eddie Guerrero JBL match from like two thousand and four when they had the, yes. the full rope match? If they attempted something like that, you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world.
2: I don't think so. I don't think so. Um I don't think they will because of who they, their demographics are, but it, it would be a thing. I think people would be all over that.
1: Yeah, if they were gonna do it, they'd obviously start off with the Austin and the Sharpshooter, I would imagine. But yeah. the, fact they, the fact that they haven't done it yet suggests that
2: maybe it's not really it's, yeah.
0: for them. well um speaking of, of going from not the worst thing in the world to possibly the worst thing in the world, it's a Krampus figure. Um, who uh who would have thought we'd have a Krampus figure? And million the, the millions of people that are just that were crying out for a Krampus figure that were just knocking down the doors saying, give us Krampus, give um, They've yeah. had they heard their prayers answered.
2: Thank God. Thank God, lads. Because I mean, what would we have done? Where would the hobby have gone without that Krampus announcement? Uh, and just for our uh listeners over the other side of the Atlantic, um we are being sarcastic. It is not fantastic. Well, maybe it is if you're into that stuff or, or know who the wrestler is, but yeah, more artwork. Um, The complaints that seem to run through all the podcasts and all the groups and everything and their legitimacy, artwork and when is stuff coming? So, and... I think that they get away with this, CWF's Krampus for context, for anybody listening, do beg your pardons. Uh, I think they'd get, actually get away with it if figures were hand, but they're not. So, um, yeah, hold your horses on your Crampuses would be my business advice from a civil servant. Hold your reindeers.
1: Uh, definitely. I mean, obviously with with the kind of line that I'm into at the moment as far as my life, I'm into all the independent wrestling at the moment. So I do kind of appreciate it. I can't see where the market is going to be, unfortunately. I tried to do my research on Krampus uh, before this pod, and the main thing I got was obviously Krampus is an actual folklore legend. So there was very little information I could find on the wrestler themselves. And there seems to be a woman wrestler called Nikki Krampus who's much more famous um, because I could find loads on her. But apparently he is getting bigger. And he is like, you know, one of these top fifteen gimmicks to watch type of wrestlers. So you never know. We could get it, but the fact that it is a folklore legend, they might not be able to get the rights to that kind of thing mainstream.
2: Yeah, it may may not may not be under copyright, which we may talk about later on.
0: <laughs> There's a um, a local girl to here called Dicky Clampus, which which uh, <laughs> doesn't look too dissimilar from uh, from actual Krampus. And then- uh, so and Krampus himself comes with a uh, a black coat to match his, his very colourful brown head um <laughs> slash <laughs> mask and uh
2: <laughs> black black no, pads. Oh, it's the colour of a healthy shite, lads. At least it's that, right? Um <laughs> uh, right,
0: we better uh, we better move on because this episode's already cramped. Plus, um, let's move on to uh, gimmicks and uh, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Mitch's line. <laughs> um, let's move to Savio Vega. Gimmicks is that At least someone that's here is professional. Oh uh, well, uh, uh, no,
2: at least we've got a professional amongst <laughs> us. Thank you. Thank God.
0: Um, um, I think I don't know whether because he, he had the Tio Savio, which is the Savio Vega figure. Um, if that was maybe getting a visit from labaristas, because uh, it looked terrible the first one we saw.
1: You mean lost bariquas?
0: No, the the actual barristers that you get oh. in court. Oh, oh,
1: I see what you did
2: there. Yeah, was a joke. Like way over that head. Well, are yeah, not over that head that we've seen. I thought I thought you were talking about baristas that work in a coffee shop. So don't fucking bring them into it. <laughs> <laughs> either way, either way. We'll um, yeah, no, it looked like a child made it. Um so the Mitch has listened to the feedback and gone back to the drawing book. Fair play. No fair play. And th- and there was a lot of uh I mean it, it it seems to be a theme with grapplers and gimmicks that if someone doesn't like something, Mitch interprets it interprets it kind of personally. It's not personal, it's not personal. People want grapplers and gimmicks to succeed. The day no one's commented. Is the day mitch has to worry <laughs> because the, the, the um people do want it to succeed it was bad get better advice get better people around you Um, we do want you to succeed mitch so then don't be showing shitey pictures of wrestlers that people are actually looking forward to and would buy as well it's shooting yourself in the foot and I think we- when you say get some better advice though I think
1: it needs to start at the top. I mean, they released that image with some very strong words about how proud they were to deliver that image. And it wasn't just a kind of here it is type of job. It was a kind of this is amazing. This is the best type of type of post. And Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, the word, the word gaslight has been is thrown out far too much. But that's how a fan may feel. Like I said, like, you're telling me this, but I can see because I have eyes. <laughs> yes. so, and and then we've got the we, like I can now kind of cor- correct or finish a story from the pod two weeks ago if we move on with grapplers and gimmicks if that's alright which gentlemen, is yeah. that we kind of know why Mr. Tony Norris was a bookshot <laughs> out <laughs>
0: um, yeah for uh, for context on the Mr. Last episode um, Big T was just sort of a, an instant drop so it was just a a sort of a Thursday evening open your phone and go oh that's up for pre-order is it yeah um, with no advertisement at all we were, we were baffled as to why um, it was
2: justifiably kind of angering for for collectors as well like I would say it's good practice to kind of give people notice a good practice for the people themselves because they'll make more sales
0: um, but yeah we, we, we've soon realized shortly after why why Which that was, had happened free. Um, it's because Zombie Sailor is releasing a uh, an Ahmed Johnson figure or a Tony Norris figure as well, because Tony doesn't care about who he's signed to; he just wants the money, which is fair enough. Fair place to him.
2: That's it, and and uh, they all are going down really well. I've I've pre-ordered the um, grappers and Gimmicks one because it looks class for, and again, you see, people Mitch can't be taking personal insult to everything. When something's good, it's good, and we should say it. Um, so hopefully, uh, we saw a render since of Savio, but we haven't seen a prototype. So looking forward to that as well.
0: It's girthy, the right amount of girth. It's certainly,
1: yes, yes. Um, so if, if I was a figure company here, like if I signed somebody, surely you must be thinking about, right, can we have a one year exclusivity deal? Or something well,
0: like that. Yeah, I mean the... I don't
1: understand why nobody's doing this. It can't be that pricey. There's not like hundreds of figures coming out of the same person all the time. Surely the wrestlers will be up for that.
0: It sort of like opens to the next point really, because Scrappers and Gimmicks, they've also released an image of Oscar. Um uh, no, Mo. Mo. Um, who Epic Toys also have Mo. So
2: I wonder did they throw their hands in the air when they saw it? <laughs>
0: Well, I'm even Epic Toys because I imagine they fucking do. Because, yeah, um, good. you know, I, as far as I'm aware, I think Zombie Sailor announced well, signed Ahmed Johnson first, and then Grappers and Gimmicks signed him after that and put the announcement out before Zombie Sailor did, just like the announcement of Mo, which Epic Toys did, and now Grappers and Gimmick also have that as well. So, um, not the worst idea I in that situation you're going to want to be the toy company that's got toys out already if that makes sense so if you're Epic Toys if you're Zombie Sailor, you got to think you're sort of head and shoulders in front of what Mitch is going to put out Um, in regards to pre-orders and stuff but time will tell
2: time will tell and I'd imagine um, to Adam's point if they weren't doing it before they are now
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's that's the thing with it. I know that um Charles, who also did Chadow before, um didn't sign to an exclusive deal, which um I think Luke uh, and Kate did look into. But um you know, it's this is one of the things that you you don't think about no one's gonna sign more than one Mo, because I think at the time when he was announced they had two or three companies that were doing it.
2: Yeah, if if even. So that's that's the thing. There's, there wasn't the competition for signatures.
0: No, and and on the on the contrary, Zombie Sailor Toys has also announced Mabel. Um I think he's hinted at Mabel. Um well major pods say they actually announced it. okay. So okay. um obviously they know him better than I do because no I never spoke to the Nobad. But um yeah, you know, they must have announced uh, must have announced him at some point. So once again, that's another figure that we're having two of.
1: Who's oh. the other company with Mabel? Sorry.
0: Uh oh, Grappers and Gimmicks. And again. yeah. Or yeah, well, Nelson Fraser, they've, they've put so, it down there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yokozuna in, uh, in
2: black. Um, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically,
2: <laughs>
0: and purple. Um, but I'm seeing double here. Four, four Mabels. Um with that. I mean, we'll stay with Crappers um, and gimmicks whilst well, right because they've released or Duke the jumps to Drosy that we know him as. But Mike Drosy is you want to know him as from. Well, he was sort of quite prominent in the English groups on Facebook for about six months, wasn't he? If you remember a while back, you couldn't, you couldn't move for Mike Drosy putting his um mind positive stuff on the groups, could you?
1: Yeah, he put a lot of his uh, podcast information up and things like that. I think he did stuff maybe with Nikita Koloff as well, if I remember mm. correctly. Um, and just yeah, all about turning life into positivity and stuff like that, like you say. But he seems to have disappeared off the scene, kind of like Brian Clark, maybe in and out whenever something uh, something is worth promoting.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, Adam's calling a spade
2: a spade there.
0: Yeah, yeah um, you have to. Also that comes with a trash can accessory, which um,
2: that is. It is. It's a fantastic signing.
0: I'm surprised no one else did it because he's quite easily contactable because uh, he's active on Facebook and Twitter. Well, oh, are um, trying to
1: get away from him? Like...
0: <laughs> I am. Blocked him. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically, he fits into that era quite well, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, oh, I, you know, it, It's a whopper, sign it. Like, and it really fits into the era. So, like, you know, hats off. When Mitch does something right, we'll tell him he does something right. When he does something wrong, we'll tell him he's doing something wrong.
0: How would we feel the air otherwise? We feel like Mitch's parent, don't you?
2: Yeah, oh, um, yeah. But...
0: Will he ever learn? <laughs> um and also away from the retro side of things, um, Eddie Guerrero has been announced for Asylum tool asylum toys series two. Um, which of come a bit out of left field because series one isn't in hand, but still good signing. It Big name. Uh no figure shown as of yet for that. Um Let's move on to some epic toy stuff. Obviously, we had the Missy Hyatt figure that we discussed last week um, with the brick and handbag accessory. Lovely-looking lady. I've got the privilege of looking up some pictures of her because I wasn't fully sure what it looked like for a YouTube video. Um, and, yeah, good research. Um, And Gangrel. Uh, <laughs> we, had, <laughs> we had a Gangrel variant as well from FC Figure Collections. Um. No, I don't want to. We had a conversation about this earlier.
1: Yes. Um, It's a a very, very strange one, is this variant. It's just like, let's do less work. Let's leave something off. Let's market it with exactly the same backing um, card showing the blood, but let's not include the blood. Uh, and make it seem like it's a good thing for people, I, I really 100% do not understand. I'm I'm not one of these people who's a figure completist in any way, shape, or form. Don't care about completist. I have to like it to buy it. And I liked this. And I'm not even into retros. And this is yeah. a really good figure. There's, there's yeah. a lot of things I would change personally on it. But it's a very good figure. Why on earth would I need Gangrel, who is synonymous with blood, without blood? I don't get it
2: to do his entrance in your figure fit but also everything <laughs> you said is completely correct yes <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, so everyone knows you need that
1: second with the camera work before he spits. yeah yeah coming
2: up on the thing and when you light a little fire with a few matches and he comes up and then then you know when you're stuck between pictures then you switch out to your uh, bloody thing and and yeah it's fucking mental um <laughs>
0: um I, I, On the whole, I mean, it's. I'm trying to be nice about it. It would have made more sense if you had this as either a chase variant, so one in 20 figures would get this variant, or, you know, even you release this first and then you release the bloody variant second. Makes a lot more sense because obviously this one, oh no, I wish I had some blood. Well, newsflash, here's some blood on a second one. Um, it's just—it's not even like this is fully out of stock yet, the normal variant. So it's just very weird timing, very weird drop. Um, yeah, very, very weird in general. I, I don't know.
2: Look, look call, call me cynical. It's uh, there's there's this uh a pool of people who will complete and spend the money, and they're taking the money off them. Like so, look, let let let's say it like it is. And I am one of those people. But Christ was I ashamed of myself.
0: <laughs> um, but all all, it, it seems to have sold well, so I mean, there yeah. must be a, a market for variants. Um, and, and the backing card does look quite nice. If you were mm-hmm. going to be a mock and a loose guy, you know, shame you, you can only buy one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, should we move on to the uh, the headline of the news, which is the KWK saga that we had over the last. I sort of a week or so. It seems like we recorded a day early the last episode. And then just since then, just everything went mental.
2: Yes. It, it, it like it's just it was real Murphy's Law stuff after the last episode. There's been so much water under the bridge, so to speak. Uh and it uh I, I was actually just trying to make sure I had it all uh, written down, and there's yeah, there's signings, there's this, there's that. KWK, I suppose to synopsize, um Kind of blew up a couple of days actually before we even dropped the last pod after we'd recorded, of course. But at least the tippy pod stands on its own for a long, long time. In any case, Whew. but um, the ultimate so Haystacks Calhoun and um, I believe the Conquistadors, los Conquistadores, um, they their image rights for the people who portrayed them or their estates were not paid for by kwk because legally in china they do not need to this offended the sensibilities of a certain biggest podcast and offended the sensibilities of most people i'm just trying to be balanced here folks uh including me but um i suppose then people were uh, taking Sean to task. Sean has said he will not be selling them and se- they will not be part of Series 1 uh, until he at such time as he has resolved the issues with the Calhoun and Conquistadores estates or haciendas. Um, and so, so the next thing then will be... Now, so people responded to that as uh, with their view and their opinion is you only change that because you got caught. Now, Hopefully I've synopsized that all right. I'd like to just give a small little bit of a point in if I could. I don't like it. I'll not be supporting it. It's not for me. That's my personal view. People dogpiled on this while also going on to Mattel Creations and making sure they were there at five o'clock for two companies that do shit like this all the time. So the moral high horse can amuse one at times and you know your your ethical consumption and you're this and you're that so like people do this sort of stuff all the time and um but however as retro collectors and as collectors with such an amount of choice as I've always said and I'm beating this drum and I'm beating it to death we should demand the best so that's okay people think it's wrong they don't want to support that's cool but also uh, in the rest of things you are doing in your figure collecting world could you apply that? Could you not apply that? Is there cultural sensitivities at play? Um, But that is where we stand.
1: So I'm going to obviously you, you've delved quite, quite deeply into that. I think the only thing I can add that got people's irk up here was the text that came out where he basically said, you know, if the families don't like this, they would have to come through the China court system. Yeah. They would have to employ lawyers from our country. And basically, it would take forever and it would cost a lot of money that wouldn't get anywhere. Now, he was on a podcast the other day. I can't remember the name of it. Sorry. Sal and something. It
0: was Shawnee and Sal shoot the Shawnee shit. And Sal.
1: Um, good episode, to be fair. Very, very good. And he explained that by saying, well, it was actually just an answer to something. So somebody had asked him a very simple question of what if. Um, And he he said, so it was just simply an answer. It wasn't a kind of this is what I'm going to do type of bad guy image that's been portrayed. But in my head, the fact that that answer was in his head suggests he had thought about it. And suggest it could have been something that went ahead. Should that have happened, um, which is awful, absolutely awful. There is zero chance I will be supporting this line uh, from my opinionated point of view. Um, I just really dislike his stance on this completely. And if you if you listen to the podcast that he's on, one of the presenters basically says that at the end of their uh, show as well. Um, that you know he kind of not sees through what he said. But he's not sure it was as believable as he wanted it to be.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's completely reasonable, honestly. No, um, in ter- in terms of all this, yeah, no, and the the thing was that people were saying, well, you only changed it because you got caught. Um, maybe, maybe we we will never know that. That'll always be opinion. Um,
0: um, I don't. I think I think it's it's got to be implied. I think I've never mentioned to the other day, but for a company that from the start has been releasing every single Update going, um, you know, if, if one of the rest of the figures falls over, he updates about it. You know, for him to come out and say that his plan all along was to release a Conquistadors figure and the Calhoun figure and show it to the estate to say, Look, what I can do, and then sort of even make more or or then give them money, which is what's been implied, I think it's just a lot of bollocks to be honest, because it's. He's updated every single step along the way. Why wouldn't he have mentioned that
2: in one of his? Yeah, no, we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And he is what he is working with a customizer that is now like his three D printing guy, basically. And that customizer could have quite easily whipped one example of them up.
0: Yeah, yeah, as, get, as he has them, them with Kamala. Oh so, yeah, yeah, exactly, and um, yeah. Unless, I mean, the, custom, the the figures themselves look brilliant. He's done a great
2: job.
0: They do, um, they do, but it, it film like Blood Money to me—it's—it's—it's
2: it it's, it's, it's difficult to support. But like, as as I say, and include, and I include myself in this, is we're all jumping on uh, Mattel Creations. We don't know what contracts, what people. We know it's been very much documented for the past fifty years how employees of World Wrestling Entertainment have been treated. So, I mean, it is our stance on one thing doesn't always apply to another because it would almost exclude you from the hobby it to a point. At so, least
0: they've been paid though. Um, regardless if it's for their I, silence I mean, or not.
2: There's I would imagine there's as shady if not shadier shit. I know nothing about Mattel. I don't know the details, but we do know that there is as shady if not shadier shit gone on in WWE. So it's it's <laughs> you know never I, yeah I, but I you know this has been presented to people in front of them and they've been given the option to support the, and and that's fine. I I I absolutely agree with both of you on that. I was just trying to find and strike a bit of balance on the thing. Um, you know, as you, my two UK friends have been just seeing on the news this weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I'll never say never with this line. You know, it might be a case of you know he releases a couple of figures and. You know, see, so he has right learned from his wrongs and, and going forward, just change it, and then yeah, the figures come out. I think just at this point, I find I'm going to find it quite hard to trust the toy line and the person behind the toy line. Um, so, so yeah, I'm sure in a few series time, when a few more figures come out, um, yeah, that all could change, but say so for now, I'm, I'm oh, sort
2: of... uh, yeah, I, I, I would say he won't do it again,
0: mm.
2: realistically, but yes. he won't do it again. Can we say it's because there are eyes on it? Yeah.
0: Yes, we can. K-W-K can stand for K-F-A Wrestling Con Man. No. With a K. Edit that. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um, <laughs> right, let's move on <laughs> to the Wrestling Trader Top 5, shall we? Yeah. Um, Daniel, this is the bit where you can do your greatest sort of Irish infomercial salesman.
2: Mentions this week go straight out to the uh, new Ultimate Editions. Uh, they are both up for a pre-order now, and AEW announcer set, as well as they have back in stock in a very limited capacity, the uh, NWO Retros as separate tag packs. So you've got the Outsiders and you've got the two best friends that are Cut the Mustard six and um so far up eric Bischoff, b hulk hogan and so you've got them too you can buy them separately they are back on the website in a very limited quantity so number five this week is ultimate edition 17 andre the giant and it looks fantastic if i were into such a thing i would be so all over that i know many many who are
0: it's one of the reasons why i haven't um Picked up like a super set. Well, not one of the reasons I picked up Super Seven Andre because fucking look true. at it, but yeah, <laughs> but obviously they released the Super Seven Andre in like a, the same um singlet. But obviously, this was announced shortly after that was announced, so Let's wait for this one to go up.
2: At number four, we've got the Black Card Al Snow, they are still in stock, um, and they we are moving quickly, obviously, for still making the top five. Um, number three potentially off the back of podcasts etc is Craig Valentine the pre-order is is back in the top five so he must be getting a bit more traffic now that the Shad have are out there taking over there's a bit more trust in the thing and that is wonderful to see because it is going to be an awesome figure and um, number two as we spoke of ringside exclusive dog collar match CM Punk and MJF as expected, I actually thought this would end up number one, but it did not. So um, that, that is our number two this week. Number one... Da, 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 Gangrel non-bloody variants. So there are people out there who are perverts, me included... That did buy this, so um, hopefully he does not make the charts. <laughs> but well, he is, he well, is well, still what
0: there. Do what do we know? We 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 said that that um AEW dog collar two pack was was fantastic, and the gangrel wasn't, and he's beating him.
2: He's beating your he, boy. He's beating him. He's beating him. So that that is that is our top five for this week. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a, good, it's a good solid top five. Obviously, the other one in that Under the Giant series is is Seth Rollins, which um, I imagine, once again, will probably be a big seller. Um, the latest ones that have been released that are currently in stock are the Razor Ramon, the Standard and the Chase, and the AJ Styles as well, which I think are still on the, the Wrestling Trader website if you haven't got your mitts I on those yet. I can't
2: see how that Razor wouldn't fly off the shelves like because there is people who kind of collect that size... In, and just kind of like put rules down for themselves, going okay, nothing past ninety five, you know. So, um, <laughs> I, I, and they look so cool.
0: Like, uh, it's, it's, it will fit in with the new gen arena as well, which I think is probably the biggest selling point for well, that's a razor, but
1: yeah, yeah. I yeah. think there's enough razor solo collectors now. To be honest, he's got so many figures as himself and Scott Hall
0: that yeah.
2: just people could have a shelf full of razor.
0: Mm. Like a gillette factory
2: <laughs> i was gonna go for it and you went
0: straight in there <laughs> <laughs> Three people pickups lads what uh else so you mentioned the, the latest figures that are coming out so anything picked up in the last couple of weeks um adam let's let's fire across to you first
1: yeah definitely um I've got a couple. One of them is not a figure, but I'm going to show it anyway, because I'm very impressed with it. First one is a figure, just a Smiths one. In my eyes was quite a bargain, to be honest. And that's the Ilya Dragunov Elite, um, complete with the robe and the NXT UK Championship, which is just the WWE UK Championship. They didn't change anything about it. Um, But yeah, straight in at a tenner this came out at, I'm I'm confused didn't even seem to come out at like 1999 or whatever like the others Uh, I don't know if it's been mass produced or whatever but very good figure
0: he he looks a lot like DiCaprio in Titanic, that figure I find you you can picture (laughs) DiCaprio with a special needs on the Titanic extra (laughs) needs, sorry um,
2: oh, draw me like your French girls, James.
0: <laughs> Spack Dawson. Um Please stop. what was your other what was your other thing that you had?
2: Uh the other one is I collect
1: trading cards, um, like not like a super collector or anything, but I just get the ones that I like. Uh, and I introduced Amir Jordan, who used to be an NXT as part of my Adam Blackburn Ring Announcer gig um the other day, and I managed to get the one of one card um, from when he did his gimmick in NXT UK with a mask on called Tiger Turan. It didn't last for very long. He basically got booted out of NXT because he lost a match uh, and then became Tiger Turan. And this is the only card in the world of him. So next time I introduce him, I'm hopefully going to get him to sign it.
2: Lovely. Wait, that's cool. That's great. I've seen Amir Jordan uh, a few times in NXT UK events and he seems very energetic and he's probably a nice person. He's
1: a very nice dude. I had to be really careful not to call him Amir Khan, though. I often get names <laughs> where I'm, I'm just, I want to call them something else. Like, there's, there's one called the Monster Asylum. And every time I do it, I want to say Abyss. Um, and Amir yeah. Jordan was the same, where I just, I, I knew I might say Amir Khan. I had to really stop myself.
2: Yeah. No, that could be really bad. That could be taken in in many bad connotations now. <laughs> <laughs> <As> well, so, <laughs> That could be Adam Blackburn as in Adam Blackboard.
0: (laughs) Adam Blacklisted. Um, Daniel, what have you got?
2: Um, I have not, don't have very much. I, I have the new. I, I've I've had this for a while, but I just opened it because I'm just not very good for people know But I'm showing the camera here. It's uh the New York Comic Con uh, Zombie Sailor Sabu, and I really love it. It is an improvement. I know it's just a repaint. I know that, but the accessory is different and it stands up, which is cool. And uh, I'm really really happy with it. It's one of my favorite figures in the retro style. Um, and I appreciate that it actually doesn't necessarily sit with Hasbro's, but no matter. Really love it. Um, So very happy with that. I've pre-ordered the two variants of Chelsea Green. Sure, so we've that to look forward to. And (laughs) my Lunas, I paid customs on. So we can really have a look at the scale next time out. Other than that, I'm I'm relatively tapped out for the next while. I have a lot of pre-orders with the... our friends Mitch and Sal and Zombie and Epic and all, but that they don't necessarily seem to be coming next week. So
0: yeah, <laughs> you can't really show an order confirmation email on here, can you? Yeah, probably um... course, Yeah,
2: but I need to black out the number in case you ring up and go, "Hello, Daniel, do And <laughs> um, also, that's, that's also, the impression I use as well. Also, let let's just while we're here talking pickups and while we're here talking um, pre-orders, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, let's drop an exclusive bomb. Am I doing this in the wrong part of the show? Um, I don't even know what it is. Well, <laughs> five, five minutes before we went on air as well, we got to have a look at test shots for Epic Series 2, the remainder. Um, they are in production, I believe, and they will be with us very shortly, and they do look good. So, so, for, so-
1: viewers, for viewers who might be like me, and I can't keep up with all these series and names and stuff, who
2: is this? it's 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 the one and only king haku so that i I really should have contextualized that before
0: it means a lot more but we we Uh, had uh, this conversation before because um before obviously on the Gangrel card it has series two on it yeah which is often the confusion uh that's why people are thinking where's my haku Uh, which i'm sure the shad bolts get a thousand times per day in their emails because um, you know, series two apparently has already been released because people have seeing the Gangrel. I think that's where the confusion seems to lie.
2: Yeah, I know. And just while, while we're on the subject of series two, and there was there was commentary about the interview with the Bulls. That's interview with the Shadow or oh, maybe uh, it's it, it was there was so much information dropped in one go. But while we're talking about series two, and we're we're talking about the Blue World Order, Haku and his Carney Din son, um, Tangaloa or whatever it is. So um, they did say that they will actually be back up for pre-order shortly once they are um on the way. I think this is a good idea, if anyone asked my opinion, which they did not, because at the time they were up for pre-order was a absolute Short, worst time for communication. So, you're not given the series if you have any love specifically for figures. You're not given the series, the bear's crack the whip. So, no, is that
0: so? Just to go over who is in series two so, you've got Haku, Tangaloa, and the BWO, which is a blue meanie, Big Stevie Cool, and uh, Simon Dean or Super or Nova. Nova. No, I didn't, didn't realize it was Simon Dean until the other month, which Hollywood Nova, <laughs> Hollywood Nova. um <laughs> Twitcher, yeah, I, we've seen me and you, Daniel. Anyway, have seen the prototypes of Haku, and let's just say, like, it's gonna be worth the wait. And then some,
2: it is, it is, it fits with the bros. It's, it's, it, it is, it's going to be worth the wait. And then on top of that, then you kind of it's given the Shadow bolts the all clear to basically start, you know, get out of the blocks properly because without snow, there was still. Of legacy issues, I know it was their figure and low bomb, something similar. Um, but low bomb was cool actually. And so, you you know, um, Valentine or Demolition, whoever come first, as we saw the Shadboats argue with each other about, uh, will kind of be what we can say is their first figure out the blocks properly as epic toys 100%. So, looking forward to all of that in the coming weeks and months.
0: Perfect. Um Hopefully obviously Luke says he's gonna send me the prototype in the post, didn't he? So fingers crossed. I yeah, he he really... hasn't
2: come true on that. He, he hasn't come through on that. Maybe he's has sense. Yeah. Maybe it's not sense, Jamie. I'm know.
0: I'm only a two-hour drive from him. I'll never lose it. Right. Well, let's move on to our little book club, a resident um sort of show closer, should we say, with the what have you been watching? Um, to which we discussed. The other week, Daniel, didn't we? We talked about. I said to you about The Rock and Ric Flair, to which someone commented saying that they never realised the match existed, and then went and watched it, and um, was quite happy because I said it was quite a good, quite a good match. Uh, Rock and Ric Flair from two thousand and two. Um, I mentioned to you about watching Backlash 'oh uh, three as well. I think uh, to which you uh, you said you tucked into.
2: I sure did. I sure did. And then life got in the way, but I got half of it done and half of it was really, really good. Um we had the Los Guerreros versus the world's greatest tag team was the that, opener. That was the one, and Christ did I enjoy it. Now and um the team angle stole it and or no, sorry, Guerreros stole it. And um,
0: someone it, stole it. That's
2: yeah. No, someone was going to steal. Short
0: and G stole it. That's <laughs> yeah.
2: Jesus. <no, it>, <laughs> um, and by good God, it was enjoyable. The show, the rest of the show itself, and the themes running through, saying were very very dated indeed and very 20 years ago um we move on in second segment to test doing a sexual assault on Stacy Kieber like we can't call it anything different because that's what it is and Zabel saw said sexual assault and told um, test girl, or he did it on Tory Wilson. I'm mixing up anyway, and it all set up a fight and made women look horrible and and mentally deficient. And it was twenty years ago, so oh, what a laugh! Um, I, I believe R- life...
0: ruthless progression. I think it yeah,
2: ruthless that. progression. It was. Um, and then I that show fell off the uh rails, and I did watch all of AEW Revolution, and um, I want to say something. I want I want the floor. <laughs> <laughs> right well,
0: b- before you get the floor let me just because that adam have you watched revolution
1: no i have not watched aw for over a year now right. i lost complete interest well,
0: let's just let me share with you the star ratings from uh i'll, I'll tell you the matches and i'll show, i won't get to the main event daniel i'll let you have your moment with that one Thank you. i'll just share with you the star ratings from uh dave Meltzer um for oh, this the zero hour pre-show uh, Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers versus Varsity Athletes, which is Josh Alexander and uh, Tony Nice and Ari Daivari. Uh, three and a half stars he gave that for a six-man tag pre-show match. Jericho and Ricky Starks was four stars out of five. Christian Cage and Jungle Boy was four stars. The Elite versus the House of Black was four stars and three quarters. Uh, Jamie Hayter, Ruby Soho and Soraya. Page uh, is three stars. Hangman Page and John Moxley was a five star bloody affair.
1: Oh, Ward- shock.
0: <laughs> Wardlow, Samoa Joe was two and a quarter stars. And the four way tag title match was three stars and a quarter. So it goes to show that all you've got to do is not be from WWE and you'll get yourself a very highly rated starred match. Um, Actually, I'll tell you what, I'll just tell you, I'll just tell you the, the star rating he gave to MJF and Daniel Bryan, so where he's called. And, you, um, and I'll let you take the floor, Daniel. Five stars and three quarters out of five. It's reasonable. It's not fucking reasonable. I'm going to get five stars and three quarters out of five.
2: Okay, right. You're, you're getting bogged down in semantics and actually kind of giving uh, credence to... Uh, what Meltzer says, I think Meltzer suffers from getting far too horny over New Japan matches, um, over the years, and uh, you, you need a bar. I would say that that main event is one of the greatest matches I've ever watched in my entire life, and I will watch it again quite soon. It was a coming out party for Max oh. and Max <laughs> for, um, to put him over as a star, as in. Both obviously he's a shit shit scared heel, but he was still able to go toe-to-toe with the best wrestler. And in my view, probably the greatest wrestler in bell to bell of all time. He has walked past a young man who trained him uh, only in the last couple number of years. But if we look back in his body of work and don't get bogged down with Brett Sean nostalgia, I'm not talking about personalities and I'm not talking about drawing money. I'm talking about in the ring, bell to bell, and I wouldn't even say there's anyone close, um, because we we can go back to Coffee Mania, we can go back to Mania Thirty, and uh, he can do everything, and he has, um. So getting Max over to that point, I'm not a fan of the Iron Man gimmick at all, um, it it, but I think it's because it's got the stink of WrestleMania Twelve up to of our faves kind of being a bit boring for an hour, um, whereas. They used lots of logic and loopholes, like deliberately um losing a fall so as you can get two stuff. Yeah, like I, I like that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like Max was cheating like fuck and he was bleeding and everyone was bleeding, and it it, it adds to the drama that there is too much blood in AEW's two matches before we had a big bloodbath. I blood absolutely has its place in wrestling, but not every bloody match of the card. There's a bit of damage deal booking going on from, from time to time. But if you take this Iron Man match on its own, it is right up there with one of the most exhilarating hours of entertainment. If you're a wrestling fan, you could conceivably possibly have. Um, Daniel Bryan, greatest of all time, MJF. It was that coming over the trench for him to be one of the. You've got Roman Reigns, John Cena when he comes back, to uh, probably Cody as how he's presented but he he's MJF is there now He's at that level of and because he's kept the gimmick he's kept the heelness and he can he has a body of work as well people say he doesn't wrestle that often but he has a body of work that shows that he can do it all so that was me i just liked to get that off my chest
0: sure um i, I yeah i agree to some extent i think he's a main is a main guy isn't he you've got to put him in at least the top 5 at the moment in wrestling um, I'm just not fully. Uh, it's good on the mic. I said, but yeah, I'm just not fully convinced that he's like there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's the guy. I don't think anyone who is outside of watching AEW. Or don't even know who he is compared to yes. the likes of Hogan back in the day or the likes of Cena back in the day, where people yes. who didn't even watch wrestling knew who they were. Do you know
2: what I mean? Oh, no. And well, no wrestler has been near that level. John Cena has got quite close to it, and that's from Acton, et cetera, and ropes from uh, Mr. Rock, et cetera. But um, I would say that he sits atop wrestling, but it's a very different outside wrestling
0: Mm. that makes sense
1: so he's obviously going with the gimmick of um, you don't get to see him every week um, at the moment
0: in
1: in your opinion does that improve when you watch him or would you like to see him more
2: it improves when you watch him. We, we've yeah. we had such saturation over the last 20 years with the, our weekly shows. And I think Roman Reigns has hugely benefited from his schedule and his matches. And Because, I mean, again, bell to bell, his body of work, no matter what anyone says about how he was booked, pre-healed, blah, 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 boring. Roman is still one of the best. And-
1: yeah, but then on the other side of things, you look at Bray Wyatt at the moment. And... He's has been booked in the very similar way where, you know, he's, he's only a main event feature. And yeah. for me, and for me, that's gone the opposite way. That's gone really boring. So how does that, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think, well, obviously I think everyone's following a similar pattern to what Lesnar brought into play 10, 10 years ago or so. Yeah. Um, you know, Brock sort of does sense set a few different trends and this is probably the biggest one that he has done as I think Paul Heyman described it as the Jaws effect where you don't see Jaws that much in the film which then makes them scarier every time you hear the build up to it and eventually you see the shark because he's not there for all the way throughout it um, so similar to this I think it's just been taken a bit far with the Bray Wyatt thing for example that if Bray Wyatt for me was his best in 2016 yeah. Uh, 2017 where he was resting week in week out he had the storyline with Orton obviously before the, the terrible Mania match and he was just resting. he was beating your average people that people beat around that sort of time and it just kept his face relevant he kept his moveset relevant um, and it just, just kept the person just on TV and, and doing something having one match since he come back in October it's not good enough really
2: No and you see I suppose Adam's point and your point mesh together. Bray Wyatt, there hasn't been a payoff. With MJF, there's a payoff. There's an enjoyable feud, and it's going to end in an enjoyable match to a greater or lesser degree. Whereas with Bray Wyatt, we got some bollocks sponsored by a Drinks Company.
0: Yeah. Like, so. and, I, and as I say, I think I, the reason that it's different to the MJF, the you guess, know, is because it does work into his gimmick. But when they're advertised in Dynamite, they don't say, MJF's going to be there. They say MJF is contractually obligated to appear in Toronto. You know, So it gets the crowd already on his back before he's got out there because he doesn't want to be there. That uh, does play into that fact. Um, but I think it'll be good for every, even every three weeks, just have MJF come out and beat Lee Moriarty or something. Just those sort of things, keeping it fresh and then maybe have a, a promo or something
2: similar. You don't come from the so you're slightly younger than me, whereas the ingrained into my nostalgia was uh, never seeing the bigger ones.
0: Mm. I, I was spoiled as a child. We had Austin would wrestle every week, The Rock would wrestle every yeah. week. You yeah,
2: know? So I, I suppose it's buying into their personalities as well as everything else. And then we've got the way TV is, like Vince and Tony are contracted to produce a billion hours of television every week because of mm. demand for it. Um, So that it doesn't help wrestlers who could be perceived as more special with oversaturation. Like, look at the fucking state of Finn Balor, who is one of the most talented wrestlers in the world. And nobody gives a shit. And he's getting a million quid and banging a Mexican uh, 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 weather girl. Who cares what I think? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, artistically, creatively, you know... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I go and once again, maybe it's that thing with the demon, you know, that's what makes the demon so special is that you yeah. don't see him. Um, to which obviously I hope that we do see him in mania and against Edge. But um I want to see the MJF sort of thing go, which I think would be a fantasy booking, which I know Adam likes to do. But also you've got the four the four pillars of AEW still in AEW, still sort of near the top of the card in Jungle Boy. Um, Sammy Guevara, MJF, and I forget the fourth one.
2: I'll be Alan. I'll be
0: Alan. Um, you got those four there. I mean you use them. You got all is it all or nothing or double or nothing coming up soon? Um have a fatal four way for the title. Um really put MJF a, a head and shoulders above the rest of them and um yeah, just sort of just cash in on on his on his success at the moment. That that's what I'd do
1: an interesting concept. I mean, Darby Allen has said that he's coming back to do something special. So you never know; he could be right.
0: That yeah, it was a Jungle Boy just off the back of beating Christian and and Sammy Guevara's sort of floating around with Jericho at the moment. So, um,
2: I I, I the position in Adam Cole as the next challenger because he's just had that momentum. Because wow, doesn't the Transpire is really fucking likable. Like. <laughs> So where did um, that come out of? Like well, that, I, that promo a few weeks ago was amazing. Blow your socks off stuff.
0: I think I well his, his last was his last match was a loss to um the light lights at Orange Cassidy, wasn't it? So
2: yeah. you
0: can't really have him come back and then lose again because I can't see him taking the title off MJF. Uh,
2: he's lost more than he's won in AEW as well. I suppose it's how they're presented as well. Wins and losses matter. <laughs>
0: Well not as a lights out match, it doesn't go against your record. Oh,
2: that's it,
0: yeah. But um yeah, all in all, I think yeah, the the, the 60 minute MMA match, um I watched the last 10 minutes because you know I'm a busy man, <laughs> I'm not fucking sitting through an hour.
2: I actually watched it live, not because I stayed up with popcorn, it's because uh I was up with uh, a young fella and he went back to sleep and I was like, Do you know what? it would be close enough to the main event now, knowing how AEW timed their shows. Fucking poorly, and uh, so I watched it. And watching it live was an absolute pleasure. It was the build, the audience participation, everything like that. Maybe watching it back could be different. I appreciate that because I, but I just, and as well as they were able to create the drama that you don't know who's going to win, even though you knew who was going to win. That's my love of wrestling.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's what gets you. gets you coming back every week, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I must say the ending was good. The three all MGF yeah. tapping just after the bell go to the extra time for no fucking reason. And then uh MGF using an extra bit of cheating. Um he you didn't use the diamond ring, did he? Or he did
2: a glass canister or something. And uh, then he put him in the label lock and then he didn't tap and then he did tap. Yeah. Uh, so it's like technically MJF has tapped the best technical wrestler. So I loved all that. I loved the hell and did, all
1: did that. He, didn't Moxley tap earlier that show as well? Is that the yeah. same show?
0: Yeah, they got over that, the that
1: took a bit of uh, a bit of light off it that two people who haven't tapped for ten years or whatever suddenly tap. Mm.
2: And and, and do you know what? It would have if I'd have seen watched the show in that order because I watched the rest the next morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I think uh, Ron, like, Rob Rob made the point on on the groups about that, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: think Samoa Joe tapped as well. Possibly.
2: Possibly.
0: Yeah. I think he tapped didn't he tap to a yeah, I think he tapped to his own his own chokehold, didn't he? Sounds
1: right. I don't know if definite, but
0: yeah. Something like that. But um let's tap out of this, shall we, for for an episode the three of us. Um be all in all, just um a lot of drama on the groups. A sixty minute IMA match between the three of us. Has partaken. Um, Adam, thanks for joining us again.
1: No problem, off. Mercy.
0: So we will seeing you again soon when you when you're good and ready to do so. And Daniel, as per normal, we hearing from you next week.
2: You will indeed. You will indeed. take I'm so excited for it. I have a batnamming that'll put manners on a reclaim the streets rally.
0: <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means, see you. Later. <laughs>